to Battle Red Radio. I'm Matt Weston, and this evening I'm joined live in person in front of a studio audience by good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, man? Doing okay. That was me howling in the background. That's how excited I am to be here. Yeah, it's a full moon tonight. I just have to do my regular howl, because that's what I'm all about. We're just two werewolves having fun. Ooh, ooh! (laughs) Uh, So for tonight's show, we're going to answer some listener questions and we're also going to go through our NFL season awards for the free agency period as well, too. Um, and we have a lot of awards here. I guess a lot of things to talk about. The first thing I want to talk about, though, is the big news on Friday. And that was the trade that the San Francisco 49ers and the Miami Dolphins made to have the 49ers jump up into the third overall pick. Um, so what do you make of this trade? Do you think the 49ers are doing this to draft a quarterback? Well, yeah, but I also think it's kind of one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Hey, we're going to trade away everything to get the third best quarterback in the draft. Yeah, like I mean, that's potentially like, so. Like, think about that. That's what they're really giving all of that away for, which, by the way, doesn't seem that worth it to me. I mean, it really is like they kind of like they're paying Garoppolo $22 million. Which and, I wouldn't want to do. Yeah, well, that, you know what? $22 million this day and age. I'll take that. That's a, that is can a discount. I have that? <laughs> it is a discount, but it's also like they can they can cut or trade Garoppolo and save $22 million in cap space. I'd cut that. So then they're like, well, our qu- offense is really easy to play in. We can draft a quarterback early you know, early on. They probably like Trey Lance a lot is my guess. Though they like him a lot. Um, they got from North Dakota State and because he's tall and he's that's athletic. What you're gonna, he but arm. that's what you're doing, though. You're trading yeah. away for that? Well, you're doing that, and then you're also saying, "Well, we have 22 extra million dollars in cap space, and we have a rookie quarterback on a contract on a cheap contract, which is the cheat code to having a good NFL team, especially with how much like quarterbacks are worth nowadays too." You're like, you know what Garoppolo gets you? Garoppolo can manage a game for a really great team, but he can't make that big throw. He had that one chance, and that was it. And so, like, I think it was um, a strange move, but I don't necessarily think it was the wrong move at all for him. I kind of see what you're saying. I just I'm not so and that's the only reason why is that I'm just not a fan of Jimmy G whatsoever so I think he's pretty much the worst he just looks good he's lucky he's a good looking guy yeah oh my god whoever we had as our guest that Michael guy talking about the hottest 100 good lord he must (laughs) love himself some Jimmy G but when it comes he calls him Jimmy cream is that what it is Uh Jimmy cream oh that's just so when it comes to though the what they're getting out of it I kind of understand with how much space they're going to be able to have. I just don't think you can really predict the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I mean, we kind of saw it with Herbert here this past season where everybody thought he was the greatest thing watching. Yeah. And you never believed that in going into the draft. And then you had the Patrick Mahomes thing in the Kansas City. Sure, he's had all the weapons in the world, but he also wasn't picked until, what, 11th? I think he was picked like 9th. Kansas City trade. Well, he was picked after Trubisky. Yeah, and then Trubisky, and then him, and then Watson. I just don't know if you're going to be able to predict anything with the quarterback. So you're pretty much just flipping a coin. Mm-hmm. I just, 
I don't know, because the moment that you also see what else was available, though, at the quarterback position, you then kind of realize maybe that was their only option to be able to get Jimmy G and start something new where you would take the coin. Yeah. Well, and so the trade was that Miami trade three overall to San Francisco for 12 overall. And then along the way down, they got a 2022 first round pick, a 2022 third round pick. In a 2023 first round pick, like even if Houston traded Sean Watson for this, you'd be like, "That's okay." <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's okay. Like, yeah. It's okay. You know, especially it's not the greatest. Everything else okay. that's happened as well too. And then Miami went and traded number 12 overall uh, in the fourth round pick in 2000 and, and this year pick number 123 and a 2022 first round pick to Philadelphia for the sixth overall pick and a fifth round pick in number 156. So what Miami did though is they turned Laramie Tunsil into four first-round picks, and they found themselves back up to number six. So it's like they're going to get, what, the third-best non-quarterback in the draft then probably. Because, like, the Jets are going to take a quarterback. The Jaguars are going to take a quarterback. Yep. The Niners are going to take a quarterback. Yep. And now them drafting six, it's like, well, you'd expect Cincinnati may take an offensive lineman, and now you're kind of a spot where you're just kind of taking whoever you want from there. Well, I was going to say, I don't think, what would Miami take an offensive lineman? I... Because what are they going to really need so. at this point? Haven't they signed? Didn't they just sign a wide receiver? Well, they signed Will Fuller to a one-year There we go, baby. And the Texans, they signed five wide receivers that came out to $10 million. But they're like Chris Conley, Chris Moore, yeah. Andre Roberts, okay. Alex Erickson. Guys who uh, nobody's ever really watched before at all, unless you're sick like I am. Uh, but no, So Atlanta picks four, Cincinnati Hot picks fire. five, and then Miami plays, uh, picks six now. So it's like they're going to get the third best non-quarterback out there. And that may be another corner. Well, probably not another cornerback. But Ooh, what's the running back position anything. like? There's that one guy from North Carolina everybody likes who may be like the 34th you know, pick player. But oh. nobody in the first round. Oh, okay, so there's not even a top running back. Then, yeah, they're going to probably go O-lineman. If I were them, though, I'm not going to They may take that Rayshon Jenkins guy from Northwestern. Or since he could even take him as well, too. I don't think I would still want to play Tua. They got to be scared. Yeah, they're going. They're going to though, unless just, unless there was some like talk that well they made this trade, uh, for Deshaun so they can trade for Deshaun Watson. But if you're Houston, like you want three overall, if you're in trade Watson, like unless they're saying we don't want a quarterback this year, we want a, we want a quarterback next year. But it's like you made all these decisions to try to win seven games this year, maybe. So you're, they're not really like in a position where they're trying to tank though. So I don't really buy that. So if Miami gave you four first round draft picks in the next two years, yeah, you taking it? Um, that's your trade potentially. Straight up, no, 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 that's your trade. That's all you get. You want that? I would want that. By the way, I'd want that. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't make the trade the Jets though. Why? Because the Jets have four first round picks. Yeah, but the Jets aren't going to give up anything. Maybe I don't not. even know what they're going to do. Maybe not. What do they even do? They're going to take probably Fields. Oh, God. Yeah, or Wilson. Who knows? To go die? Yeah. You know what? Why? What's going on with Darnold? Darnold needs to go somewhere. He deserves a sh- another shot here. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. They may trade him draft day. They're probably, he's probably going to Houston. You think you're going to trade your first rounder for him? First round? So that's what Houston's going to do. Three first round picks in Darnold? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's more believable than Tyrod Taylor leading a good football team in 2021. Hey, man, you were the one that talked a lot of smack about him even after he got his lung punch. So that's all you, man. Hey, Team Doctor, MVP 2020. You know what? That would be karma, though. 
If he ends up on your team, bit. that's exactly what he you has, get. He's already there. Oh. He's going to be the starter this year for Houston. Oh, then there you go. That's happened. all for Matt. Yeah. That is all <laughs> for Matt. You're welcome. You're welcome. Matt caused that, everybody. It already it's happened. It's all the talking. Yeah, it was a fun joke until uh, reality until came knocking it was down. Actually, it was a nice dream until it became real and a nightmare. And so their thing is the Eagles got a first-round pick out of this trade down as well, too, for 2022. So they got one of... Uh, when the Dolphins picks as well, so they're like, all right, well we have Hurts, we have uh, two first round picks next year. I don't know what they want, and then I don't know what they're doing at all. Yeah, either. I have no clue what they're doing. There's a couple of teams where it's like, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, like it's I, like I guess we're just paying bills. Some of these teams are like that. Philly's a little bit different because they're having to pay so much money about the Carson Wentz trade that they're kind of like they have a quarterback on a rookie contract, but they really don't because they're having to pay Carson Wentz's salary like twenty six million dollars or so this year. Well, that's good. It's not like Carson Wentz is happy where he's at or anything. It seems like that both teams were able to get what they wanted, except, once again, nobody knows what the hell Philadelphia is doing while Carson Wentz seems happy as can be. He's going on all these talk shows. He's just talking it up. Who's he talking it up at? He's going to the, what was it, Pat Pat McPhee? Oh, Pat Pat McAfee. McAfee, there we go. Yeah. He went on the show, man, and he was just talking it up like it was a good time. That's good. I don't know if that's Carson. good. I just feel like that everyone now is going to be on Wentz's side because they're like, look at this nice guy. Oh, yeah. Where's so this guy been? They have a dead money hit of $33 million for Carson Wentz this year. That's not and a lot. $5.8 million to Deshaun Jackson this year. That's fine. Deshaun didn't sign anybody. So I really think that's what the Eagles' plan is like. We're punting on this year. We're probably going to be bad. We have two first-round picks next year, and the next year we have to pay Carson Wentz $33 million. Who did Sean sign with? Who did? Oh, the Rams. The okay, Rams have add two players this year. Matthew Stafford, Deshaun Jackson. That's it. Isn't that all you need, though? And they've lost like 10 players on top of that. Okay, maybe not. They're, well, just, they're just the Chiefs. They're top-heavy where it's like we have, but instead of having the greatest quarterback, we have the best quarterback and the best defensive tackle. And then it's like they make everybody else who are like undrafted free agents like round picks good enough to fill in the blanks. I guess that's fair. I guess, it's, you know what? I would take that, too. You like that? Yeah. I would take that over what I have. That's copyrighted. I don't know what I have. All right. Well, so you, do you want to do listener questions first? Let's do awards first, then we'll do listener questions. That's fine if you want to go. All right. So what is your favorite, like, t- player, team, regardless of contract, just, like, fit, like, the way it looks, you know? What is your favorite player going to a team? I think I saw I think I said it earlier here. It's going to be the Carson Wentz and Indy. For some reason, like this is just continuing like it's the greatest time ever. He's taking photos with the wide receivers. They're having a good time. He's going on the talk shows. He's talking about how excited he is. I just think him and Indy is going to be a good fit. And the coach keeps boasting him up, saying he's the greatest thing. Carson's going to have another career season just like he did the last time they were together. It just, that was a long time ago. Yeah, but it was the last time they were together, though. It's still a while ago. Either way, it's funny because that's where I feel like the best fit is right now, only because of the positivity that seems to be coming out of the camp. Otherwise, I would love the Will Fuller to the Miami Dolphins. I just hate the quarterback so much. Yeah, I I would love Will Fuller there, but it's a, just a bad spot. If it was him and Fitz, oh my lord, that would be some fun action to watch for the or Miami. Or even if it was like 2016, it was him and Tannehill. That'd be fun. Yeah, exactly. So but yeah, it's, it's not. It's like... I wish Fuller was somewhere more pass. fun. It's not going to be fun. I can't believe he only got one year, ten million as well. Yeah, but it ha- how many games did he play last season? 
Well, he played, I think, 11, and then he got hit with a suspension. Ooh, there you go. But he was healthy all year. Yeah, but it's all about that suspension. And then so he misses week one this year, though. Yeah. There's always something with him, but I'm surprised it was for what it was, though. Um, My favorite one was Bud Dupree going to the Tennessee Titans. Why would that be your favorite? Wait a second. That's how angry I am. Uh, my favorite one though is Bud Dupree going to the Tennessee Titans because it's like they got what they needed or what they thought they were getting out of Jadavion Clowney, but it's not Clowney. And like Dupree's like the run defender Clowney used to be, you know, before uh, last season happened where he was out of shape and then he got hurt and everything else. And like he's a madman. He's very monstrous and he's exactly what like Tennessee was missing last year. And there's a lot of kind of like talk like this was a too high of a contract. Dupree's not that good. But like I think a lot of people will think about Dupree like the first four years of him in the league. But the last two years he's been really great. And uh, like he's been just like he makes plays like stopping the run the edge that I've only seen like Clowney make before. And like he's that caliber. Oh defender. my god, what are we gonna have a Dupree watch this year? You're already starting this this early. You want to? No, I don't want to start this already. <laughs> I'm not asking for it. What I have an issue with, Matt, why are we talking about your favorite team on planet Earth? Is this all I'm used for is so that you can talk about how great your Tennessee Titans are? No, not at all. I feel like they're your team. No, I mean, like, they're one of my five favorite teams. <laughs> you love them it's so much. It's hard, though. They've lost a lot of players this offseason. Well, yeah, I feel like, actually, their shot's gone. Even though they keep showing me some Derrick Henry footage of him just keep working out, it's pretty insane. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I think Henry has another year in him. Like, I'm not really concerned about Henry Oh, at all. no, yeah, easily. I think he has another two years, actually. I'm more concerned about making Kendall, Kendall Lamb their starting right tackle than I am about Derrick Henry. Yeah. Well, when it comes to the Tennessee Titans and the Doug Dupree, I do agree that this is actually a big step up for them and something they need because it just seemed like that Tennessee, you used to believe them as a defensive team in a way. And they were awful last year on defense. Exactly. That they would at least be able to make some type of play to be able to get after the quarterback, to be able to do something. But, man, they really were trying to play the I'm going to outscore you game like we're the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I, that just doesn't ever seem like the Tennessee play for me. I don't think that was their plan. I think it just worked out like that where, you, you It's know, what you had to rely on. Yeah, I think it just worked out like that. I think, like, Rabel has never been a very good defensive coordinator in both of his stints at it. Now they have actual defensive coordinator who's just somebody they um, – you're promoted from internally on the football team. I think it was their outside linebackers coach. I can't remember That's exactly. That's good. This should be but it's solid. Like Mike Vrabel's best friend is now the defensive coordinator. Awesome. I'm glad. But I do I do like Dupree a lot. I think he's underrated. I think he was definitely worth the contract that he got. Um, I think like he's a similar caliber player, Matthew Judon, like with the Patriots, except I enjoy watching him play more. And uh, I do think he's exactly what the Titans needed. thought they were getting out of Clowney last year, but it just didn't work out like that. We might as well start the Dupree watch. All right. Uh, so what was your favorite discount signing? Because mine was Hassan Reddick going to the Carolina Panthers. One year, $6 million. Your Reddick had like finally a breakout season last year. A lot of his sacks also weren't just like, oh, I just ran really fast and kind of ran my way into the sack at all. They were actually like tangible production that he was creating there. And so now Carolina, you have Brian Burns, you have Reddick, you have Derek Brown, you have Yeter Grossmatos. And, uh, and like you have a very like you know, deep and uh, very deep and like really like combative pass rush now in Carolina. And then on top of that too, they have like an actual linebacker in Denzel Perryman. Like he's not great. Um, he's very fine. That's a big improvement for them as well too. And so that was my favorite discount uh, addition. What about you, Taylor? What was your favorite discount addition? 
For me, so I thought it was interesting, even though I don't know if you'll think it's a big deal, but it was Damian Williams for the Chicago Bears. For oh, some reason, that's I That's li- the one you like. <laughs> that's the one that I like more than anything because I don't think that Andy Dalton's going to be able to do anything. And I feel like that what's missing is, from the Chicago Bears standpoint, that running game. So why not be able to add Damian Williams, who I think is a solid back, who's just been kind of put yeah. in... I, I really think that Kansas City kind of screwed up with their running back situation. I don't think that you ever really were able to establish one guy to truly be great, and you kept trying to use everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, it was some type of damn game. So you don't really know who's the great... And when Damian Williams was playing a lot, I felt like that he was a solid guy to be able to rely on. Andy Dalton's going to need somebody to throw screen passes to all day. Yeah, I mean, David Montgomery's still there. Even though he's not that good, I, like yeah, I'm he's not, still there. That Terry Cohen is still there. He's they in the don't same use t- Cohen. They don't use Cohen at well, all. He got hurt last year, though. Even when he's not hurt, they don't play him. Well, he had that great rookie year. He was bad sophomore year, and he got hurt last year. But they still have three running backs, so we'll see how that plays out. Uh, I have no idea what the Bears are doing at all. Oh no, no, no like, I got another one. I got another, yeah, like, I have nothing. My, we had a award award here. Uh, the next award is what the hell are they doing? I picked the Chicago Bears. <laughs> no, like, you did? look, I don't. I'm not against signing That's Andy Dalton to be the starting quarterback, but it's like I don't understand signing Dalton and then releasing Fuller and or uh, yeah, releasing you know the cornerback Kyle Fuller like they did. He's like one of the six best cornerbacks in football because they couldn't like agree to a restructure of his contract. I'm like, no, nah, we'll just not keep you here at all anymore. And then he went to Denver immediately. I didn't understand that at all. And they lost, you know, Roy Robertson Harris, who's one of you know, who's a good defensive lineman. Uh, he went to Jacksonville, so they lost some depth there. Akeem Hicks has been able to negotiate and try to find a new trade as well, too. So it's like they're losing pieces of their defense. They have the same general manager, the same head coach, and now it's Andy Dalton. They didn't add anything to their offensive line either. They franchise tagged Allen Robinson. Um, nothing they've done this offseason has made any sense at all whatsoever. Um. Okay, the Daniel yeah, Williams one, thing made they, sense, They did one though. thing. Trying to trade for Russell Wilson made sense. They told him no, but that made sense, though. That's true, but the Andy Dalton thing does not. It doesn't. No. Nothing else makes sense. I'll I, give I, you Williams. Williams is fine. Trading for, trying to trade for Russell Wilson made sense. Nothing else has, though, at all. I completely agree, except I'm still not going to be able to choose them as that team. We've already talked about the team I'm going to pick because they're in my division. I don't know what the hell the Philadelphia Eagles are doing. Well, I think we figured it out. I don't think we figured it Carson out. Carson Wentz has a dead cap hit $33 million this year, and they added a first-round pick, and they're like, we're going to be bad this year, and we have two first-round picks next year. And then we'll That's what you're relying on, just two first-rounders for well, the next I year? Mean, obviously that doesn't sound like a really great game plan. They're going to have they're gonna have a top five, top ten pick next year, and they'll have salary cap space next season too. And this year they're going to figure out what they have in Jalen Hurts. So pretty much they're just tanking. They're like, yeah, they're reloading. You, you, no, no, <laughs> that's what you're saying with this team is that they are tanking and you figured them out. Yeah, okay. they're gonna figure out they have in Jalen. Well, then, and then just go from let you know, that's year. what I can say about the Chicago Bears then, because the moment that you sign Andy Dalton and the moment you say he is your starter, I don't think you're saying we're going to the playoffs. Yeah, but it's just them keeping it who they've kept and making franchise tag what decisions. Do like, don't don't franchise tag Allen Robinson then. Well, that's their own issues because AR unless you're gonna trade man, him. he's there. Yeah, you're gonna have that's to That's not be really a trade. tank though over there. Like Philadelphia's like we had we have a big salary cap issue this year because Carson Wentz. That's fine. We have two first round picks fine. next year. And we'll just see what we have in Hurts. And if we like what we have in Hurts, then we'll build around that next year. If we don't, we'll get Taylor quarterback or we'll go from there on that position of it. No, I don't think they believe in Hurts whatsoever. Uh we'll see. I don't think so at all. I'm not convinced that they believe in that man. We'll see. 
I mean, we'll see. I don't know. Usually, I'm I think right. it's too early. What to are tell we gonna do? Clowny watch? Is that what we're gonna do now? No, we'll do that later. Yeah. Well, you hear about Cl- oh, this is the Clowny watch. You ready for it? No, I'm not. Jadavian Clowny. Nope. Went to visit. Nope. The city of Cleveland, and he came back without a contract. Clowny watch continues. Man, that's the one. That's the one team we went to go visit was Cleveland again. He's like, nah, I still don't like it here. Why? Why would they try to sign him last year too? He should just come to Dallas then. Uh, Seems like a Dallas player. I'm gonna play when yeah. I want. I think he'd be good. I'll at play when I actually want to try. It's a Dallas Cowboy player, right? I just there. hope Clowney signs somewhere early on and actually goes to training camp this year, and actually like goes to team workouts this year. All he has to do is play one really good year on a five million dollar contract, and Jerry Jones will pay him a record breaking contract. All right, that's all he has to do. Well, they didn't keep your boy Alden Smith this year. Oh. What? Uh, they didn't. They said they're not going to keep him. You know why? Why? Because his contract went to Dak's money. Oh, uh, okay. The th- Great. The three million dollars. Yeah. I well, do. I do yeah. have another discount uh, free agent I really liked, and that was Cam Neal going to the Dallas Cowboys. He's selling a six million dollar contract. He's a uh, like a, a box safety. He's who you want to play strong safety in the cover three defense, and that's what Dallas is going to run now that Dan Quinn is their defense coordinator. And like whenever Quinn had that. You know, not necessarily a good defense, but that defense they caught fire in the their playoff run the second half of the season when they went to the Super Bowl. Neil and like um Neil and not Alford, I don't know. Neil and the other free safety they had. Those are like the three those are like two of the three best players in that defense. And um Neil was awesome. Like he's a big hitter. He's pretty much a linebacker of the safety position and I think he's been great in Dallas this year. I think it was a, a slam dunk, a cheap contract. Did you just say something positive about my team? Yeah, Cannon Neal is a great signing there. I'm not. I'm not even going to be able to. Uh, no, I'm done. I'm what? done. Like this. This means nothing to me when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. I have nothing positive to say when I'm paying a quarterback seventy million dollars this year. That doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't make you feel good at all. No, I'm getting nothing. I'm now going to be mediocre for the next five years, four years, four years, four years. Mediocre. I think, I think I'll be okay. Yeah, mediocre. See you next season. I'm 500. I'm always going to be 500. Yeah. The only thing I'll be positive on is if I can get rid of the running back piece of crap at this point. Well, yeah, I think you have to wait one more year for that to happen. God. Or unless we could trade him this year. Maybe we're going to be so bad because both him and Dak are going to have fumble records that we're going to have to get rid of Fat Boy. Um, so Ricardo Allen was the other safety for Atlanta. Him and Neil were really good in 2016 together. And they got hurt, and they got hurt, and they got hurt. And then last year, they were just kind of bad. But I'm be- I'm betting on a-, a big year from Cannon Neal in Dallas this year. I'm not betting on anything. You should. No! All right, so the next word I have here is all in on the rookie quarterback. And that's the New York Giants. They added Kenny Galladay. They added Devontae Booker. They added Dory Jackson. They added Larry Odenigbo. They added John Ross. They added Ryan Anderson, and they added Zach Fulton. Uh, Daniel Jones. This is the this is the do or die year for him, entering year four um, this season or year three. I this no, is year, year four. Th- it's not year four. This year, year three. three. Year three. Yeah. Year three. Daniel Jones so, is just yeah. I still think this is kind of like it for him though in in New York, considering how much they built around him. And the one thing about what? them, His yeah, he's always injured. Well, I think this is it for him. I think this is the year for him. What? This is it. How? Quarterbacks usually don't get better from like year three to year four. But I don't think anything is his fault. I, I think the problem though with them last year 
was it like, oh, we're going to run the super vertical offense. And Jason Garrett's offense corner was like, no, we're going to run screens. Yeah. We're going to run slants. We're going to run drags. And, like, towards the end of the year, they finally got Evan Ingram going, and they actually ran some seam routes and stuff. But I think they can turn, like, Daniel Jones into sort of, you know, play-action deep thrower because he has the arm strength. He can make some really ridiculous throws downfield. If they can actually build around that, I think there's there's something there, especially, you know, with Saquon coming back and everything else. Um, And then adding Kenny Galladay there helps that as well, too. But it's like, are they actually going to do it, though? I think they do it. Like, this team could win the division next year. But I don't know if they're going to do that or not because they never kind of do it makes sense to them, you know. I don't think this team's going to be good at all unless they're extremely healthy all season, which I do not see this team being able to stay healthy whatsoever. Then sure, they may have a shot to be able to have one game above 500. But other than that, I'm not really a believer. I mean, do you really think that it's Danny Dimes' fault that his wide receivers really weren't that great. And do you think Galladay is really that great of a receiver? Oh, yeah, he's awesome. I don't think he's that I great. I think he's one of the like, seven best downfield threats in football. No, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. I'm going to have to look down downfield threats. I don't have that list in front of me, but I'll get that. He was hurt last year. Oh, but okay. the three years before that, he's incredible at that. I mean the three years before that. First three years of his time. Oh, in okay. I thought you meant he's been hurt for no, three years. No, he was just hurt last year only. Okay. That's where I was confused about. But yeah, I'm, I'm not that convinced though. And I do agree they are loading up when it comes to New York Giants that this is where they are saying, this is your shot. This is your year. We're giving you everything you could ever want. I just feel like that the entire team is still kind of designed around Saquon. I don't think that it's really the Danny Dime show. I don't really see him as a guy who's going to be slinging it over and over again. Well, he doesn't have to do that. But and isn't has he to more be like, of a runner to yeah. himself? Well, he was their best running back. Well, Wayne Gallman actually was better than him. But that's what Wayne I, got better. But no, I mean, I mean, we're like Saquon runs a lot, and then Danny has to hit like five deep throws or whatever, you know? Y- yeah. So I mean, he's what Kirk Cousins? No, because Kirk is a coward and doesn't like doing the ball downfield very much. I like just, more like Ryan Tannehill, I would say. I just really, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to blame Danny Dimes if they're not a good team. I just don't think I could see that, that if they're not good, this is his fault. Okay. That's where I'm at with it. That's fair. I do agree with the overload, though, for the rookie. I like I like their cornerbacks. I don't like their linebackers very much, but I still can't believe they gave uh, Blake Martinez all that money to be terrible. They give him like $9 million a year to be an awful linebacker there. And their defensive line, they had they kept Leonard Williams there, which everybody knew they were going they were going to do. They lost Alvin Tomlinson, but there's still no talent that defensive line for them to still be, you know, like a above half defense. You know, no, I don't believe in this. Team I'm excited. At all. I think the Giants are interesting. They're be third to me next in the year. division. They're interesting me next year. They're third in the division. They're still interesting me next year. Most likely to trade up and draft a quarterback, aside from San Francisco 49ers. Who you got? Oakland Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders? No, Oakland Raiders. <laughs> That's who I'm voting for. All right, we'll make for. the argument then. I'm not going to make any argument for them because... No, I'm saying make the argument why, you're, why you think they will do something like that. Because John Gruden loves himself a quarterback. Okay. So I think that if he truly loves somebody in this draft that's going to be able to make him a wet at the mouth, dripping, then he would trade anything underneath the sun in order to get it. Interesting. So I feel like that as far as somebody trading up and wanting a quarterback, I don't see another team that would be able to make that move at this point. See, I, I, I think there's something to that. Miami won't do it, and I want them to do it, but they won't do it. I think there's something to that mainly because they traded... Uh, Gabe Jackson, Ronnie Hudson, 
and they were led by their offensive line. Their offense worked because Derek Carr needs lots of time to throw the ball. And if he has five seconds to throw the ball, he's great. Yeah. If he only has a second half to throw the ball, he's bad. And so it's like, I don't know what you're looking to do here if, if your plan is to uh, trade your offensive line away from a quarterback that absolutely has to have it. And it's not like they have like depth. They're like young players like ready to step up in those roles and be great already next year. And really what they did was they went from their offensive line to their defensive line. So they turn those players into Yank and Gakwe, Quinn and Jefferson. They're the team to make a take a flyer in Solomon Thomas, who was you know a top five pick with the 49ers, who was a bust and never actually had any uh, good seasons at all with San Francisco. He was hurt last year, and there wasn't even like the opportunity for him there at all either. And so they went from going they like deplete their offensive line, invest in their defensive line. So now you have Farrell, you have Crosby, um, you have Ngakwe, you have Quinn Jefferson. And now, like they have this, they have this offense and this offensive line that doesn't match Derek Carr at all whatsoever. And so, I do think for that reason alone, that lends itself to being a possibility where the Raiders do trade Derek Carr and then try to trade it for a quarterback. Are you saying that you agree with me? I never thought about this until you mentioned it, but I think this is a possibility. Oh, wait, who did you have down then? I have the New England Patriots. Okay, his. By the way, can can we just say this? Regardless of all the moves that Bill is making and look what he's doing and this, this, and that, what a piece of crap for never doing that with Brady. Yeah. Oh, I know how bad I am now, so now I'm going to be able to do it. Dude, you look awful. <laughs> you look like the ex-girlfriend trying to look pretty. You look like that you just got a makeover being, look how good I am without you. You weren't the best, and you're already married without them. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Well, it's funny too because, like you mentioned, and also it's about like what the Patriot Way is. Like, oh, the Patriot yeah. Way. Oh, we're going against that is, now all of a sudden. It, well, yeah, and the Patriot Way is, oh, having the greatest quarterback of all time who takes $10, 15000000 million dollars less than he should make every year. I mean, that's what it is. Like, everything else works in that environment because of that quarterback and that structure there at that point. By the way, isn't it weird that the quarterbacks, and this is what I hate about Dak Prescott, that's what I'm going to go to. That this is all about, look how much I'm getting paid versus, huh, there must be something to you just taking 25 mil like Brady. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if that helps your team by being able to do that. Oh, well, Brady has the luxury of his wife, blah, blah, blah. You're trying to tell me that 25 mil is not good enough. Mm -hmm. Just want to make sure we're clear on that. We're 30 in the case of Dak Prescott. Are we on the same page here? I just want to make sure that we're clear. Yeah. Well, it's like... It's disgusting. And Jerry will, put, will just put some mattresses in his house Dude, with cash yeah. in it. You know? What are we talking? Here's a brand new TV. By the way, it doesn't work. Open the back. Yeah. It's a gift. Don't worry about that. That's Dad. all it is. Um, well, so New England picks 15 overall. And they made all these moves. And they already have like you know, young foundational players. They have a good offensive line. Yeah. They had zero talent at the skill player position. They added Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar. They had Hunter Henry and John Smith. And... I think like what they're kind. I think they're going to dra- trade up and draft a quarterback, and you know it's one of those things too where defenses now are all nickel and they're moving to the dime. They're moving to like the big dime where you have or the big nickel where you have the safety come in and play linebacker instead. And it's like the middle of the field's open now, and like you can play two tight end sets and have a lot of success again because it shifted so far in the other direction. Now it's open, and so I do think like John Smith and Henry makes sense. Um, in the way the NFL has kind of changed Henry the other makes direction sense for three weeks until he's out. He was healthy all last year. Three weeks. I love I love Hunter Henry. I think it's gonna be a great. I year think he's great when healthy. He was healthy last year. 
Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just telling you what I'm saying. All right. Yeah, I know God. he was hurt the first three years before that, but he was healthy last year. Yeah, whatever. Um, but they don't have a quarterback though, and it's like they can make all these moves. I don't understand the Gotcha move. I don't really understand getting Matthew Jude on that Newton much. Is their quarterback? How dare you? Yeah, well, he's done. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, like they did overpay for a lot of this stuff though. And so like, there's no point for the moves that you have. Cam Newton's your quarterback. Jarrett Stidham's your quarterback. So I do think they're going to trade up and they're going to get a quarterback or they're going to trade, you know, if Derek Carr is available because like Carr could play in New England because of the offensive line they have. Or if, um, I, or I don't know, I guess we're talking about somebody else. Another quarterback could be available. I can't remember now. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but I think they're the, they're the one team now that San Francisco may trade up where they could trade with Cincinnati. They could trade up. Um, with the other team he's drafting ahead of them. <laughs> other option there is available to him. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on the New England. That would make sense because they are making so many moves that it would just be hilarious for then everybody to then argue on ESPN, this is exactly what the Patriot way is all about, everybody. And it's like the first time they'll ever be able to do something like this. I just, man, the Patriots just irk me. This is, just, this is just not okay for me. You're just jelly. I can just see the jelly oozing from you. You're like Uzma Kappa. Oozing. Uh, What's Uzma Kappa? Right, so they could, they could. I don't know. What Mo- is it? Monsters Inc. Bro, University. It's been a long time. I never saw University. All right, I know what we're doing after this. Okay. Well, no. So they could try with Atlanta or Cincinnati. I keep forgetting that Atlanta picks fourth. <laughs> Doesn't Atlanta want a quarterback? Maybe. Doesn't everybody want a quarterback in the top five? It seem, well, except for Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. Even though Joe Burrow's a I was going to say, virgin, isn't he 30 now? Joe Burrow's a virgin compared to Justin Herbert. It's true. The Chad, Justin Herbert, and the virgin out, uh, Joe Burrow. He's also half his age. So the other thing about the Patriots, too, I had uh, strangest signing. So I had John Smith, four years, $50 million, $31.25 million guaranteed. Like, I think John Smith is a really interesting player, but he's never, like, consistently produced over the course of an entire NFL season once in his entire career. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I don't know where the market is for John Smith and who they were bidding that much for with him as well, too, for John Smith to make the contract that he had. Like, I think he could be great in New England. I think it could work out, potentially. But the optics of it, everything John Smith has ever done before in his entire career, doesn't make very much sense at all for uh, the contract that they gave him. I agree. I actually agree with you entirely. Now, I do have a different player, but when it comes to uh, what you're saying about Johnny Smith, I I understand, except don't you just think that it's New England just wanting to run their two tight end set? Yeah, I think so. By the way, they're wanting to run the Aaron Hernandez two tight end yeah, set. Yeah, Aaron, Rob Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez two tight end set. Ooh, look at us bringing that up now. Uh-huh. I like it. bad. Yeah. We're bad boys. All right, so when it comes down to well, who I believe Man, I still don't get the Andy Dalton thing. I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep going back. <laughs> That's the one. This, this is, is a strange assignment for you. This is so stupid. Did you see uh, the Bears Twitter account? What, which, which part? They, they which did part? a Photoshop of Andy Dalton in a Bears uniform, and they yeah. just put QB1. Yeah, <laughs> it's with him and throwing like, yeah. the sidearm, right? Yeah. yeah, it's very funny. It's Okay, I don't understand this because it's also then coming out and them saying he's our starter. That's what Andy Dalton was promised, that if he came here and he signed with us, he was going to be our starter, no quarterback competition. Okay, the moment that a team blitz him, he's done. Yeah, and the Bears don't have a good offensive line either. Yeah, 
that's all the Bears were about is their quarterback running the entire time, running away. He's just done. How about just forfeit next season instead? Yeah, just exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying about the strangest signing. And or I'm, trade up and select a quarterback. I'm Do being the told system. by my Bears insider sources that they're just like, who else did we have? We didn't have anybody else. Anybody would be better. I will say this about Dalton. I think he'll look good when the Bears wear that uh, that bright orange uniform they have. You know what I'm talking about? The pumpkin top. Okay. I think Andy will look good when they wear that. They should only wear. They should have them play on Halloween wearing those jerseys. I like it. And I want pumpkins all across the field. QB one week, Andy Dalton, and that's Halloween weekend. I like it. Um, and Nick Foles is still there too. Yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's still, still there. there. That's why they don't want any quarterback controversy. Yeah, Andy Dalton's our guy. Give it seven. He's weeks. not your guy. That's a bad sign. So John Smith is only due five point six million dollars this year. It goes up to thirteen point seven million next year. And then Joe Thune signed a five-year, $80 million contract, $31.87 million guaranteed with the Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs released Eric Fisher. They released Mitchell Schwartz. They're injured offensive tackles. And like I've been saying, you know, offensive tackles are important. They're not that important. Especially what's more important is They're the offense important. and the quarterback instead. And so it does make me happy to see the Chiefs go this route. And they gave Joe Thune the contract they gave him, and now I'm kind of confused by it. Um, and also, Thune's contract is interesting because he goes from $4.5 million this year to $17.8 million the following year. So like, these teams who sign these big contracts are like, we're not paying you anything this year because you know we don't have uh, necessarily the money, but because the cap shrunk. But then it's, it balloons the following year, and you still get your signing bonus for you know, signing this contract anyways. But I don't understand paying a right guard that much money, though. Especially like, I mean, Thune's great. You know, he's very good. But he's 29, I, and I just don't understand it. Man, at this point, I feel like that I would much rather pay an offensive line any amount of money versus paying the quarterback that amount of money. I get it if it's a Patrick Mahomes guy where if it's no matter who you have, but like under you or above you, whatever you would say if you're a quarterback. All around you. Yeah, all around you. In your you. mouth and all, all, all on top of you. So when it comes to the... Those type of special quarterbacks, they're very rare. You would want to just invest everything into the offensive line. And it's just because, like you even said about Derek Carr, in a way, Derek Carr's not the greatest, but you could have a mediocre quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Uh, even Andy Dalton, if you give him at least some time. But you could have any type of decent quarterback if you're giving them time to be able to make an opportunity. They could do it. And I think that's why I would, if I'm an owner, overpay for an offensive line. I don't care what the position is. I'm doing it. I think depends on the quarterback and the offense you have. Well, maybe quarterback. Like but, the Chiefs don't but need. But even a rookie, man. If I have Jalen Hurts, five, any of those rookies, I'm investing everything into the offensive line. I think Jalen Hurts the quarterback that you potentially may not need for offensive line. Send them to Kyle Murray in Arizona. Maybe, but then he's dead. Send them to Deshaun Watson. He's dead in four years. Deshaun, stop comparing that. That's what I'm saying. That's what people do. You're comparing to the greatest, like the Patrick Mahomes. Stop comparing it to the guys that are just that gifted. Not everybody can do that. Not yeah, every- but you can, not even, not again, you can, can do, do things that can, like, it depends on how you run your not offense. Not everybody though. can survive it. That's the best way for me to put it. It's you not having an offensive line and you having the quarterback run for your life. That's what it comes down to. But I mean, what about Alex Smith and the Chiefs? Alex Smith. They pulled it off. He almost died. Yeah, like in Washington, but not in Kansas City, though. But 
it was Kansas City. They got to a certain point with him. Yeah. And they did make it far in the playoffs. Yeah, they made the second round a few times. It's still pretty. And that was was a few times where then you realize that I have nowhere else to go. But that was because of the quarterback, though, not because the offensive line. They didn't didn't go, oh, we got to make our offensive line better. They got better at quarterback. But the O-line was great already. But that was an offensive line that was made of late-round draft picks and Eric Fisher, and they just kind of found guys and pieced it together, though. But it worked. Yeah, but that's the point I'm trying to make. It's like your offensive line is important to a certain extent, but what's more important is the offense you run the quarterback that you have. But it's also kind of coming down to the guarantee. So you're saying that, no, they could have been able to pick up another right guard and it would have been the exact same. And that's what they've been doing forever. I know. But do you not think that it was worth it? Uh, this one, I don't I understand. I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. No. I don't, I don't think it was worth it from this perspective. See, and okay. like, the Chiefs are also a team, too. They always take offensive linemen. They just go, oh, here's another one. Uh, he can go play somewhere else, and we'll just find somebody else to replace him. It doesn't matter at all. But Joe Thune, I guess, was uh, very important uh, for whatever reason, though. But I'm I'm interested to see how it plays out this year with them, how they use him, and why they made the decision that they made regarding Thune. Whatever. All I know is that I feel like that, again, if I'm the owner, I'm paying everything for the O-line. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, you can pay. They all Screw pay the wide receivers. Everybody. I'm doing the O-line. Screw the wide receivers. Screw the wide receivers. I'm uh, doing online all day long. I think it depends. What would I rather have? Amari Cooper for $20 million or an offensive lineman? Well, that's a little bit different. Why? Because Amari Cooper is like not a super consistent offense, not a super consistent wide receiver. What are you talking about? He's great. He's like top three in the NFC East. <laughs> all right. Is it so uh, Adam Humphreys? What? Kenny Galladay, Amari Cooper, is that how it goes? No. No? Or Amari. Adam Humphreys, my mistake. Amari would probably be numero uno. Okay. I don't think there would be a better. I don't you think know. think better? Well, I think McLaurin's probably better. I was going to say, McLaurin, I, I would not. Because McLaurin's more consistent. Like Even with him. bad quarterbacks, no, no. he's been he's I been like con- him a uh, lot, producing. so I'm not going to hate on that. And by the way, I would, I'll put it this way. I would much rather have McLaurin on my team than Amari Cooper. All right. Boom. Boom. I mean, again, like I think it depends on the quarterback and offense more than the offensive line. But there are certain there are certain quarterbacks that require it more than others. It's all. It's and so like the Chiefs aren't a team that has to have a great offensive line. And so, and like even even like I watched the film that Super Bowl, and the offensive line wasn't why they lost that game. They lost that game because their skill players dropping their passes, and they fell down twenty one to seven, twenty four to seven. They had to throw every single play because they were down, and then that was when the pass rush really got to them. But they fell down twenty four seven, not because of their offensive line, but because they had a bad game plan and they had those drops that, that really screwed them up. I'm actually going back to what you first said there. I think it was the game plan and the drops. I He'll just... drop that touchdown. Kelsey dropped that first down. Yeah, but still, you know why? They had that touchdown drop in the end zone too. By the way, what do you think Tyreek Hill is going to be paid? He's already going to pay like $18 million this year. No, I know. But did he sign the contract finally? Uh, last year, I think he did. I thought he was getting Him, Kelsey, Chris, uh, Chris Jones, Mahomes, they're all already oh, uh, Matthew, no, no, no. they're all it already paid. It was that he was, they were asking him to restructure his contract, and he said, hell no. Yeah. That's what it was. I mean, you still make that money anyways, but I think well, it's like, I want my money now instead of two years Well, he now. said, he goes, no, once I'm signed, I'm signed. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to hate on that. Yeah, they should have restructured or cut Matthew, but they decided not to. But they have Joe Thune now, and that's the one player that um, they've had in Kansas City. So my next award here is, which playoff team is most likely to miss the playoffs next year? I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. They've done nothing. 
They've lost players. They've they added just, nobody. And they just worthy. believe that Big Ben's going to be able to bring them back to it. I don't buy that. And also, like, Juju took less money, by the way, to stay. Yeah, because he's going to try. And he wasn't that good last year, also. He wasn't that good. And so, like, he's betting on himself for, you know, next offseason, whenever the salary cap bumps up again, too. Uh, but I don't know. They just haven't had anybody. I think that defense has regressed some. They lost Mike Hilton. They cut Steven Nelson. Um, they cut Vince Williams. You know, they lost Tyson Alu Alu. Like, their defense is going to be worse next year. Rollisberger always has his injury issues. Dwayne Haskins is backing him up. And they lost two of their starting offensive linemen as well. I just don't see it with them. Well, and I think you and I talked about it even last season, if I remember correctly, that we just felt like they were the luckiest team on planet you Earth. You were more on that than I was. Okay. Man. I Okay. They were so bad watching against the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I do remember, I'm actually going to agree with you. Even though I would like to say that the Washington Redskins probably wouldn't make it this year, but the Dallas Cowboys are going to disappoint me. When when it comes down to I, I am going to agree because I didn't even understand the Big Ben signing. I didn't even understand of you wanting him back. It's you've lost a lot of weapons and you've lost a lot of things. Why not just rebuild? Yeah. Why not just kind of start over? But it just seems like that they're not wanting to throw in the towel and they believe that they're going to still be able to make it to the next stage. I agree. I don't think that team is going to be able to make the playoffs next year. I just can't see it because, again, last year, I felt they were so lucky. So lucky. Until they had the worst luck in the world. Yeah. Well, no, I don't really care because all season long, they didn't deserve to be where they were. Yeah, I mean, just they like... They didn't. I mean, like, that was still bad luck to have the staff turn into a touchdown the, on the first drive of the game, you know? Yeah, but then you And then the interception that hits his hands, that becomes a pick, and... Then also being cowards and not going for it on fourth and one. That's what happens when you go to the big show. Uh-huh. I uh-huh. like the Browns offseason, too. They added Malik Jackson. They added Joe Johnson. Um, they also added Anthony Walker. I like what they do- they've done so far. Yeah, but we all... We, They're just filling the holes. We both know who this is coming down to. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, like, I, I, mean, I like what they've done so far. Yeah. I liked it. It's been good. Uh, next word I have here is... How does he keep getting away with it? And this is a player who keeps getting contracts, and you know how he keeps getting contracts. And it's Joe Flacco. He signed a contract to be the backup quarterback. I was going to say, it's Wacko Flacco fl- for me if well, yeah. he signed with somebody. But the Eagles. And you know what the first thing he said was? I'm, I'm going to win pl- the starter? I, no, he said, I'm here to play football. I'm not here to mentor. He does it every year. Every year he goes somewhere to back up. He's like, I'm here to play football. I don't care about the the kid or whatever who has a job. I'm here to play football. That's my profession. And he did it already. The first thing he says when he signs to Philadelphia is that he signed one year contract to back up with the Eagles, which is absolutely ridiculous. What the hell is the matter with this guy? And why does he even see this is why I Philly, they are gonna be done. I don't understand what they are doing. Besides, to your point, they're probably just tanking. Because that's what this is obvious now. I think you it's a, I think, I think it's a tryout. I think it's just a tryout for Hurts. And again, I think it comes down, I've said this four times Trial, now. Tryout, we're setting him up for failure. No, I think their offensive line is going to be better next year. They have some fine young wide receivers, you know. They're supposed to trade Hurts, and that hasn't happened yet because Hurts doesn't block at all. And he's been hurt again. Well, yeah, um, and he's pretty much a diva unless he gets the Well, he's pretty much useless unless he's getting the ball. Yeah, and, and his wife is a better football player than he is, too. Whoa! Somebody call police. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, my next word here is do something. And that's the Indianapolis Colts. 
They have $43 million of cap space entering this offseason. And everybody's yeah, surprised they never again. Do I know, I know. What are we talking about? We've been doing this for three years now of them not doing anything. It's so funny. They have the most money. You see, well, not, they have the most money this year. They have the, always like a top Two years three. ago, they <laughs> like, did. It's insane. But uh, yeah, they always do the same thing every year. They have all this money and they're afraid to spend it. Last year, they kind of spent it by getting to Forrest Buckner. Uh, but they did it again this year. I'm like, no, we're not going to sign body. They added Isaac Rochelle. Sam Tevy, who Carson Wentz is going to have 10 forced fumbles because of Sam Tevy if he starts to love tackle next season. Great. And they added uh, one of my favorite players, uh, the joy of my life, Julian Davenport. He's going to maybe start love tackle next year. Who's, who knows? He's going to compete against Sam Tevy, I guess. And they're probably going to draft love tackle in the first two rounds of the draft, too. Um, but $43 million of cap space, they get Carson Wentz, then nothing else. That's it. Nothing. Do something. By the way, Matt, we've been through this. I'm not even going to get behind this. I know. It's just funny. It happened again. What do you mean? But it's, it's, I don't understand how a team can be able to do this. Why wouldn't you sign Clowney? They should. Why wouldn't they? I mean, I would hate it, but they should. I think they should. I think you should be able to just kind of do these little one-shot mercenary guys to be able to make your team just a slightly bit dangerous. Mm -hmm. And Indy has never been able to make that type of move. It would be fun for them to be able to spend that money but they're never going to. And they brought the money. There would, they would be the people that would go to the strip club and you'd be like, yeah, make it rain. No, I'm not doing that. I'm going to give them a dollar and then I'm going to leave. They'd, no, they'd be, they'd be playing chess by themselves in the corner. That's, they're not playing. Or they're just at the bar or reading a book. A yeah, at the bar reading a book, having a drink to themselves. Yeah, it's probably a martini. But they have a suitcase of money. Yeah. And then they have a martini and they're reading like, I don't know. Da Vinci Code. No, let's see. <laughs> That's not bad, but I have a good book for it. Oh, Da Vinci Code would be that perfect. Works. We'll do Da Vinci Code. The illustration version, so it actually looks like a fancy book. I like that. Yeah. So the next, or is just the Farmer's Almanac. That works That'd as well, so too. so great. So the or next. Almanac just, wait. <laughs> just opening at the bottom. <laughs> I'm reading. Thank you. I love my wife very much. I'm just here for the atmosphere. Yes. By the way, do you happen to have that steak and egg special? The hot dog. No, you get the hot dog at the strip club. You don't want the hot dog. You get the hot dog and shrimp at the shrimp club. At the strip club. Is the shrimp on the the hot dog? Yeah. Oh, God. Turn Turn the strip club into the shrimp club, you know? So the next award I have here is uh, Fixed It, and that's the Los Angeles Chargers. They added Matt Filer and Corey Lindsley. So they have two new starting offensive linemen. They had cap space. They signed out to their offensive line to some of the other spots they could possibly add it to. Nobody signed Melvin Ingram yet. I'm kind of interested to see maybe he just comes back there anyways. But that was kind of the one spot they had on their offense. Was, their offensive line was really bad. And they had a starting left guard. They are they had the best center available to Min Lindsley. They had Ode Abushi. May start right guard. Who knows? Um, left tackle. They don't have one, but it's okay because they have Storm and Norman. That's not good. And Trey Pipkin. Uh, right tackle, they have Brian Beluga as well, too. So. They didn't fix anything. They got uh, three-fifths of a starting offensive line right now. They're not fixing anything with that. Maybe four-fifths. My fix-it is easily the Rams. You fixed your problem. Uh, quarterback. Yeah. Then they lost the rest of their team, though. Who cares? It's you all gone. You your problem. I don't know. You fix what the issue was. But it's just kind of reversed now. It no, flipped it's over not. Something else. They just have... I don't, it dep- really, the Rams depend on, can they find more magic in the fifth round, sixth round, seventh round again? I think they will. All right. I think they're going to be good. That'd be good. I like this team. Interesting. 
be funny next year. I'm not a Rams fan. You're a, or, and then I'm you a, Rams a Rams fan, fan next year already. Right? I love I, me some Stafford. I know you love Stafford. Um, the next one I have here is run it back, which is the Bucks because they just kept everybody. They didn't add a new player. They just kept resigning all the players they have at discount contracts. Man, I don't even want to do this anymore. We both know they're going to win. I don't think so necessarily. Really? Who's going to beat them? Uh, a lot Who, of teams. Who's going to beat them in the NFC? Carolina. Okay. Now we're just we're just dreaming. We're just dreaming big now. That's what we're doing. <laughs> That's my that's my masturbatory fantasy is Tate Bridgewater beating the Bucks in the NFC Championship game. That's never gonna happen. Never in a million years. Uh, well, if thoughts you should are make that energy. bet on Vegas for five dollars because I feel like that your winnings for that, Matt. What would you win? Uh, it's got to be probably five hundred thousand. Who knows? We should make a bet on it. I just saw it. That's why I bet it. You never saw it. So my last award here is favorite off season. So which team had the had the best free agency period according to you? Best off season. Man, I don't even know. I'm just gonna say the Dallas Cowboys. And it's because I'm done with the drama. So I don't have any more drama in my life. I can at least be able to sleep a a very I could sleep well knowing that everybody's signed, so I'm stuck with what I have forever. Yeah. So at least that gives me that type of peace. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys for my answer. Okay. Who do you got? I have the Washington football team. Of course you do. So they have Ryan Fitzpatrick to compete with Taylor Heineke now. In, uh, Heineke in should be their battle. guy. We'll see. Who knows? Competition's never a bad thing. They uh, tell it to their... Andy Dalton. Yeah, it's true. He has no competition. He already won the job. Uh, God, that makes it even funnier. <laughs> like he's ours. That's it. No, no more conversation. There's no competition. We're done. Nick Foles, go by yourself. Uh, they added William Jackson the third place. You know, Ronald Darby and Darby signed a big contract with the Bears. I think nice. it didn't make sense. He signed a big contract though. Yeah, it like probably, a pretty good contract. It probably makes sense. You're just probably being a hater. You know, no, why? he's not. You're against the players making money. He's That's con- who you are. Oh no, he he signed with the Broncos. You got it with a B. So they have Darby and they have Fuller. It's fine, I guess. I don't think that's that great. Um, I think I think Darby is who acceptable. Who's their quarterback? Drew Locke still. Oh God. I'm not gonna watch a Broncos game as long as he's a quarterback. That's awful. Yeah. Uh, but they added William Jackson third, who's like who was a top five cornerback two years ago, had down year last year, signed to a perfectly reasonable contract. They also added Curtis Samuel, a great deep threat, a good drag wide receiver. Him and McClure on the outside is probably Should the be best. Really good. That's the best wide receiver uh, tandem. Well, that's not true. I don't know. Yeah. I stopped talking there. Yeah, I was kidding. What they the also hell? added Gallup, Lamb, and Amari yeah, Cooper. They added Adam Humphreys as well, a great slot receiver when he's healthy. Was hurt the entire time he was in Tennessee. But thank God for the Titans for making sure that he didn't go to the Patriots whenever he hit free agency. Uh, two years ago and saving us from that nightmare. And so, like, they hit all their needs. They have the same offensive line. I do like their skill players, like their outside, their mid-zone game. Their defense was a top-five defense last year. They found their linebacker play with John Bostick and Cole Holcomb. They have Cameron Curl. Um, le- next year, they had that safety. I'm Man, I'm very rusty. I'm very upset with myself. Who's that safety from the Giants they paid all that money to? Oh, I know. Eli Land- Apple. Landon Collins. <laughs> They gave, you know, Eli Apple, you know who he signed with? Who? The Bengals. Oh Good for Eli God. for laying on his feet. Yeah, great. Uh, they 
They have Lane Collins come back from injury, so you have him and Cameron Curl. Now you have Jackson outside cornerback, and now you have somebody who can like compete with any number one wide receiver out there. I mean, this team is, is stacked. It's set. Um, it's just like, how far can Taylor Heineke and Ryan Fitzpatrick get you? Because everything else here is perfect, you know? Yeah, I, I mean... Think it's them in Dallas competing. We could we could see Washington in like the NFC Championship game next year with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, it I could agree. happen. But that's what I mean, Matt. You're just proving my point on why they're going to run it back. You're just you're just making my argument for me. Just to let you know. Oh, for Tampa. Yeah, it's not even funny anymore, dude. But tell me, like it, again, think about the NFC. If you're at home, think about the NFC. Who's going to beat them? Run it back. Yeah. Who's going to beat them? I don't know. Nobody. We still, we still have the draft coming up. We mean, you still have the draft coming up. Who's we'll, coming out? That's we'll gonna have be like, whoa, whoa. We'll save this conversation. Whoa. We'll save this conversation for August. We'll put it in a little. We'll put it in a little vault. We'll put it away, and then August, and then when we preview uh, the AFC South, we'll have this conversation then. Fine, I don't care. Well, we have some listener questions, but we're running out of time. <laughs> we got busy Saturday night. Um, we'll go party. Yeah, I'll probably just come back maybe tomorrow and just sit here and talk to myself and answer these listener questions to give the people somewhat of what they want. I don't just know. Just give me like a phone call tomorrow. I'll talk over the phone. It'll make it seem like choppy, like I'm just one of those special guests. What time do you have work tomorrow? At the same time. We can do the listener questions tomorrow. Let's do it. All right. Sounds good. But for now, that's our show for tonight. Thank you for listening to Balred Radio. And thank you for being on tonight, Taylor. We're just running it back, man. Better than Josh Allen. Ooh. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com specialoffer.